computer. Fantastic. Okay, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to Monday 22nd of, no, 21st of Feb, 7 p.m. call. Um, so normally this is a coaching only call, but today we're going to have a special bonus lesson on cholesterol and coronary heart disease. Super fun. Um, so this was inspired by a couple of people, but Nadia recently, and I've been meaning to do something on this for a while, um, and Nadia most recently posted in the group. So um, I'll just share what Nadia wrote. So she said, Jules, I had a blood test done through my GP and my bad cholesterol is too high. My good cholesterol is also pipe, but I think that's okay. Everything else is fine and my iron is actually high. Um, GP said I need to make some diet changes, exercise more, drink more water, lose a bit of weight to bring down my cholesterol. Luckily, I joined the Naturally Healthy Club. Phew. Um, my review with the doctor is in three months. Um, oh, hang on. I can't see that. There we go. Um, for another blood test to see how I'm tracking, and I really want to avoid medication if possible um, to do what I can to bring it down naturally. Do you know what diets, food choices are good for lowering cholesterol? Have you spoken about this previously? So no, Nadia, I haven't actually specifically addressed it. And so I'm so glad that you, but I have been meaning to, because I think it's a thing that comes up for a lot of people. And there's a lot of like misinformation and it can be pretty confusing and a bit scary. So um, then Nadia had also wrote about going big, but I'll, I'll read that, that later. So first of all, like, let's talk about cholesterol. So basically, the thing with cholesterol that we need to remember is that it's really important for life. And like, if we don't have cholesterol, we would die. Um, so our cell membranes, every cell, mem the membrane of every cell, like every cell has this like little border around it and they need like cholesterol makes up that for every cell. So if we don't have cholesterol, we're going to die. So it's, it's really important. And just, and the thing with cholesterol is that it's, um, it's actually like there's research showing that it's actually having higher cholesterol can actually be protective against like age-related cognitive decline. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. <clears throat> so it's like, like everything in health. Um, hang on, excuse me. It's about balance, right? And so, so you don't want it to be too low. You don't want it to be too high. Um, but it's not necessarily having higher cholesterol isn't necessarily a bad thing. And there's like a number of things that influence your cholesterol levels. So genetics is probably the biggest one. So which, you know, you can, that's that's already done. Um, hormonal changes can can influence it. Medications can influence it. Injury, um, certain health conditions like um like problems with hypothyroid one of the thyroids can can um can elevate your cholesterol so there's a lot of things that can impact it um and i've also seen research where um like people that are losing weight particularly losing weight rapidly like people that go on a keto diet and lose a lot of weight rapidly often their cholesterol like their cholesterol will go up on a for a temporary like while they're losing their weight but once they their weight stabilizes and they stop being in this weight loss phase their cholesterol goes back to being like within balance so i guess that seems to be that that there can be kind of like a bit of a flux and a lag when you're when you're losing weight that and i've got no idea about the mechanism behind that but it's it's there's a lot of impact being factors that play into cholesterol and and so like it's important to be mindful of that like if you 
like don't be like oh I just need to change my diet like it's like there's all these other things that can be involved and also like there is a case for like taking um like you know for, for medication to look at your cholesterol levels so just because like of course we always want to avoid extra medication if possible but there's also no shame in taking medication if your doctor's you know recommending it so I think that's you know we can be a bit hesitant around that but my dad recently actually last year he had was having some chest pain and went and saw a cardiologist and his cholesterol had been elevated and we'd actually had seen that um and yeah he ended up like the cardiologist did like a couple of stents and like sorted it out and and now he's on like I can't remember which what but he's on some medication to lower his cholesterol and it actually turns out that he's on this other meds for like pain relief because he had like cancer and had like nerve damage and the pain medication one of the side effects of that is that it increases your cholesterol levels so it's kind of like oh we like he's taking another medication to like to do that which doesn't seem great but the alternative like if his cardiologist is telling me you know this is what we need to do I'm going with the cardiologist like you know this guy has a reason for it so you know there is there is a place for for medication I wanted I guess is the message that I wanted to say there and you know um it's important to like you know take that and well there's no shame in taking medication but that being said, of course, you know, there are factors that you, lifestyle factors that do make a difference. Um, and actually, before we go back, the other thing to remember with cholesterol is that actually having high cholesterol itself isn't kill, going to kill you. It's having a, like, it's that when high cholesterol leads to heart disease and heart attacks, that that's the problem. But the interesting thing is that not everyone with high bad cholesterol will have a heart attack and not everyone with low bad cholesterol so the LDL cholesterol um, not everyone that has low LDL cholesterol will like people there are people that have low LDL cholesterol and have heart attacks and there are people that that have high levels that don't have heart attacks so it's not always this like high like there isn't like this clear path of high cholesterol equals heart attack and what is it so in the low carb community in particular that they, they talk about it's like actually more important like cholesterol is kind of like you know it is what it is um and then the low carb community like they everyone talks about like it's more important to get um if, if you're worried about heart disease and your cholesterol is high like to find out whether you're at risk for heart disease and having a heart attack and dying um it's important to get a coronary artery score because that actually looks at your the health of your arteries and there's this thing called calcification and there's a really clear correlation between people that have cal like calcified arteries which means that they're kind of more um they're not they're less flexible those people are, are like way more likely to have a heart attack and so the coronary artery score has a really good correlation <laughs> between um if you have a a, a good coronary artery coronary artery score it's very rare for someone with a good coronary artery score to have a heart attack and die like whereas if you have a high one your chances are pretty high and there's a good correlation there so there's a lot of evidence around that as a more meaningful tool to diagnose your cardiovascular health so that's just one thing to keep in mind that if you do tend to have high cholesterol and 
particularly if it's something that's always like if it's a genetic thing and it's kind of always been high um, and your doctor's worried about it, then I'd be actually asking them to like, you know, can we test for this like coronary, coronary, get this coronary artery score test done so that we can see the risk factors. And if that was me, like that's what I would do. And then I'd probably, you know, be okay with having higher cholesterol. Um, so all that being said, let's look at the however there are things that we can do with our diet to um to like you know improve our cholesterol levels and you know there's they call it good cholesterol and bad cholesterol it's, you know have reservations about that because it's actually the lipoproteins that are attached to the cholesterol that cause the different types it's, the cholesterol is cholesterol it's not actually different forms of it but it's what it's attached to when they talk about hdl and ldl and that the hdl being the, the good one that's protective for um cognitive decline like cognitive function um so let's see what was i about to say there i'm completely lost i had a gunshot <laughs> it's like oh what was that um yes so let's go yeah so like, like let's talk about what you can do to to improve your cholesterol so first thing is like originally when this work like when there was research being done on coronary artery disease um there was some research done on rabbits and they gave the rabbits cholesterol and the rabbits that ate the cholesterol like foods high in cholesterol ended up having higher blood cholesterol but the interesting thing is that rabbits are vegetarian so they don't normally eat cholesterol in their get cholesterol in their diet um so when we looked at actually when you look at human or other studies dietary cholesterol so the amount of cholesterol that you eat actually doesn't impact your blood cholesterol level because our bodies make as much cholesterol as we need and so if you are eating lots of eggs and eating lots of shellfish that your body will just naturally won't make as much cholesterol um it'll like there's other things that govern that level rather than your dietary cholesterol so first thing is like you don't want to look at like which foods are high in cholesterol and cut them out because that's not going to impact because whatever's your body's going to make the cholesterol anyway so you could eat like zero cholesterol but your body's still going to because you need it to live your body's going to make the cholesterol that we need so that's the first thing so eggs are fine eat as many eggs as you like eat as many much shellfish as you like um yeah, and don't try and limit dietary cholesterol. The thing that does make an impact on, um, on the amount of cholesterol and that whether it's HDL, like the good cholesterol or the bad cholesterol, is like is saturated fat versus like, and I think it's actually, my feeling is that it, it's, I, I haven't looked at this, but it's like the, the proportion of saturated to other, like to the mono and polyunsaturated fats rather than the total amounts. So, but what you don't want to do is go, oh, I can't have any saturated fat and need to cut out red meat and do all this stuff and be really radical with it because that, of course, desire, drives, like that causes psychological hunger for those things. And it makes it really hard. But on the other flip side, you also don't want to be like drowning yourself in, you know, Lamb, lamb fat and um you know drinking coconut oil in your coffee and having butter in your coffee like so what we want to do is just look at okay where are the easy like what are the easy things for me to like tone it down so either like cut back a little bit or avoid like stuff that isn't going to impact your quality of life but if you love fatty lamb chops then having like saying you're never going to have fatty lamb chops is not 
is not good for you um, psychologically. But so what we want to do is go, okay, well, what's how, you know, how often do I like need to have fatty lamb chops? Would I like to have fatty lamb chops do you know, to feel satisfied? And maybe that's like, you know, you just have them once a month. And then the rest of the time you're eating leaner, leaner meats. Like it's like finding, again, finding this balance and finding the, the, like that sweet spot between feeling satisfied and feeling like you're getting enough of something that you love and not. <laughs> um, so that's like the first kind of mindset thing is like just looking at it from a, like, you know, what, what can I like dial back on that's going to be easy wins? Like what's the kind of low hanging fruit? Um, and then the other thing, which I think is a really great way to approach any dietary changes is really to focus more on what do you want to increase rather than spending too much time thinking about what you want to cut back on because it's just, you know, that psychological hunger aspect is if you're saying, well, I'm, okay, well, avocados are good. I'm going to have more avocados. That's a much better thing than, than be spending your time thinking about having less fatty lamb chops or less, less cheese. Um, so what food, so the first thing that I would do if I had high cholesterol is, um, soluble fiber. So things that have soluble fiber. So there's, there's two types of fiber. There's like the roughage that we can't, our bodies can't digest, which makes up like the bulk of our stools. And then there's also like this, this, it's called soluble fiber. And the reason it's called soluble is because it actually enters like into the bloodstream and it acts like a sponge and it actually like, like soaks up like cholesterol and it's, um, and there's a, a lot of research around the like the um, efficacy of soluble fiber for um, for, for actually reducing people's um, cholesterol levels. So that's the first thing I would be doing. And sources of soluble fiber, oat bran is probably the most highly researched. And there's this actual like there's a part of oat bran called like, part of the soluble fiber in oat bran called beta glucan, which has been very like even back when I was studying nutrition like that there was a lot of research going on with that back in the 90s um, and that was pretty conclusive that this beta glucan was we had a cholesterol lowering effect so I'd be looking at um, if you're happy with oats and like having if them is fine for you I'd be looking at how can I add some oat, oat bran in in particular oats have it as well but not as much as the oat bran um, then the other sources of soluble fiber are psyllium, which again, you know, um, when I was working at Kellogg's, I actually had a cereal that had certified claims by the Heart Association, and it was using this psyllium, which is um, like a seed that's super high in, um, in soluble fiber. So it, it's it's another option. And then the third kind of one that I that I personally love is linseeds or flax seeds. They're also called in the US. And so I'd be including at least one of those where you're having it and it, having it on a regular basis. Um, and you don't want to go from zero to like having loads of it. You want to like, because that can cause problems with your digestive system and can be a bit like if you, ha if you aren't having a lot of fiber and then you start having heaps, that can cause not good things to happen. So you want to work your way up gently. So for me, I take linseeds every day and that's my afternoon snack. So I have, I used to have, um, I'm up to like, I have like 
three tablespoons of linseeds a day with my yogurt and I have sometimes have peanut butter with it sometimes I have other seeds with it sometimes I have tahini with it sometimes I have some fruit with it and it's just like this my afternoon snack I love it it's delicious like I even look forward to it like I'd rather that than a bowl of ice cream sometimes like it's really good and I know I'm getting my fiber and it just keeps me really regular but it's got the soluble fiber in there as well um so yeah, but that would, that's my go-to there. And the other awesome thing about my afternoon snack is that it just really helps regulate my appetite because I used to like be really hungry cooking dinner and then I would overeat and over snack and it just has totally like balanced that all out. So um, big fan of my linseeds. But that being said, like my Irishman is a huge fan of the oat brand. Like, and he's, he's, he has that every morning as his breakfast, he'll have like, he soaks his oats and then he puts linseeds in that as well. And then he has like yogurt and fruit with it and which he really loves. And then I have another friend, he like, he, he came, he came to visit in January, like, and he's got, um, he's always had high cholesterol and like a genetic thing. And so I, I told him about oat brand years ago and like still to this day, he comes to visit, he brings his bag of oat brand with him. We have a laugh about it, but but he's, you know, I'm always asking Rico, how's your cholesterol these days? And he's like, yeah, no, good, all under, under control. So like it really, that would be probably the, if I was going to make any changes, that would be the number one thing that I would do. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of like other foods that we can add in. So um, avocado is something that eating people who eat, and there's actually studies showing that people who eat avocado on a regular basis have significant decrease in LDL cholesterol, so the bad one. Um, green leafy veggies are another one. So, you know, your spinach, your broccoli, your kale, all those things. Like, um, and actually cooked, cooked veggies tend to have more of a... Um, a protective effect than um than raw green veggies um so this is like you know avocado delicious green veggies yum <laughs> um, and cruciferous vegetables as well so that's you know the broccoli cauliflower cabbage all my favorites you know they are great i have and i'm pretty much you know i have cruciferous veggies or green leafy veggies pretty much every day bok choy is another one um yeah like they're they're really so good um, chocolate, the sort of the chocolate holics out there, like cocoa powder, like raw, particularly raw cacao and dark chocolate. So that um, that can help with. Um, uh, I think it's like the antioxidant. It can help with avoiding that. Get it like avoiding the LDL cholesterol getting oxidized, which is like when it's actually the when the LDL gets oxidized that it causes the damage and causes the problems. So um, dark chocolate's a great one. And then nuts and seeds are really great as well. And that's because, you know, they've got um, fiber and also like they're high in like monounsaturated fats. So you've got saturated, monounsaturated. So mono is the one that's you know, high in olive oil. Um, so yeah, that's nuts and seeds are great. And uh, yeah, for cooking, like I use olive oil. I, do, I used to have played around with coconut oil. I don't use it. I don't actually, I used up my last jar recently. So like I go with olive oil, um, for cooking and you know so if you're worried about cholesterol and saturated fat you know not switching to olive oil from duck fat for roasting your potatoes it's not a huge sacrifice in pleasure <laughs> trust me um you know roasting your veggies like that's an easy easy switch so olive oil is my favorite for that for oil in terms of cooking oils and also salad oils and drizzling oils um and then yeah so that's pretty much it and the other thing that that's really interesting is um 
that there's been some research on vitamin K2 and it's showing that that tends to, like people that are deficient in vitamin K2 tend to be more likely to have heart attacks. And so like that's, again, it's like just, it's not showing, it's showing that there's a, there could be a correlation. It doesn't necessarily mean that there is, um, but yeah, it seems that that can, that can help. Um, and I think the mechanism that, is there is because it helps to it helps with calcium absorption in some way and so you want to get keep the calcium in your bones and not into your in your bloodstream where it gets into your arteries and so by having vitamin k2 it helps with that and so sources of vitamin k2 are things like liver which is why i have my pate um eggs which is of course i'm having eggs all the time and um and actually um grass-free full fat dairy products are another thing and it, that's a really interesting thing that um when you i've seen i have seen research where people that eat full fat dairy are less likely to have um cardiovascular disease than people who eat no dairy or low fat dairy so there is a protective like thing of having um full fat dairy so you know, keep eating your cheese and your um and your yogurt and things like that, your Greek yogurt, like definitely don't, don't stop with that. Um, and chicken is the other source of good source of vitamin K2. So if you're vegetarian or vegan, it's very difficult to get adequate K2. And I'd probably be looking at supplements for that if that was, that were me. Um, okay. So that's my thoughts on cholesterol. Um, Julie and Nick, you're my live audience tonight. <laughs> Did you guys have any questions? No, they're good. Okay, awesome. And um, and actually, so Nadia's follow-up thing was, um, Jules, can you also include your thoughts on lowering cholesterol by going vegan? I haven't read extensively, but it seems people are saying to cut out red meat and full-fat dairy, but I don't particularly want to go vegan. And I suspect you, um, you have other ideas on this as you are not vegan yourself. Um, I'm happy to cut back on fatty meats and dairy, but I don't really want to switch from butter to margarine. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be switching to margarine. I worked for a margarine factory. It was like one of my first, like one of my jobs when I was at holiday jobs when I was at uni. And it's like those, it's like one of the worst smells in the world as a margarine factory. Like it's just putrid. There's no way you'd, like you could pay me to eat that stuff. Um, so yes, definitely with butter, stick to, stick to the butter, Nadia and everyone. And so my thoughts on vegan is, like actually I have a lot of thoughts about this and there's so much in the media around plant-based and how it's going to save the world and how it's going to make you healthy and it's just like the evidence isn't there and my personal experience is like like you know my hair started falling out when I wasn't eating as much animal protein and I just didn't feel good my energy levels weren't there like you know just it's really difficult to be healthy as a vegan, like you to get the new, we are designed, we evolved to be omnivores, we evolved to eat both. And so, yes, it is possible for people to kind of be healthy, but you have to be so on top of it and you have to take, like you definitely have to take B12 supplements because you're not going to get that. I'd be looking at K, K2, just getting the adequate protein and getting all the nutrition that you need is just really difficult um, and it's certainly not going to help with your k2 levels so it's not going to it's not going to help with lowering cholesterol and as we already discussed like eating cholesterol doesn't increase doesn't reducing cutting out cholesterol isn't going to change your blood cholesterol levels so yeah i could go on this about this for a long time but that's just my thoughts and however and also the other problem with with 
veganism is it's so restrictive. So like it has to like, it definitely causes psychological problems. And I think that we're looking at, there's going to be a big problem in all the young people at the moment that are like going through their vegan plant-based stage like that has to have an impact on them later in life and that's actually like it's a bit of a worry um so that's my thoughts on veganism however that being said like you know if you love eating plants and like if you like if you try it and you love it and that works for you like work on with your bad self like I'm like never here to tell anyone what they should and shouldn't be doing it's really up to us you as the individual to experiment and find out but Nadia if you were telling me oh I'm so excited about going vegan like that would be a very different decision to whereas you're like I don't really want to do this and you know there's a lot of reasons not to (laughs) so don't do it and just focus on the other things instead okay that is that's there we go there we go the lesson on coronary heart disease for today so okay so nick you're up first what's going on with you um i don't know every time you put me on the spot i never know what to say okay well let's start by (laughs) let's let's start by being more specific so um what's working well like what's one thing that you're you're proud of that you'd like to like it could be a tiny a tiny win that you want to want to share oh okay so we were talking about um the speed thing you know how I was sort of saying oh I wanted it to be faster and 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 you were saying that um yeah that you were sort of saying that it, it change can happen in an instant so I put that in my belief plan and I also put in like this a goal that I'm going to lose x amount of kilos a week um not one that I actually necessarily need to like but it, it just got my brain thinking in that frame of losing quicker so it sort of changed the way I think it changed the way that I was acting because if it was quicker I would behave differently if that makes sense so you know like when it's a long haul maybe I'm not as um maybe I'm not as picky about what I do whereas if it was quicker I get it so changing the time frame makes it more immediate yeah yeah Yeah. it brings up the stuff like when you're thinking of this oh it's okay if it happens out there like I know it's exactly the same with my like with my business goals if like oh yeah I'm gonna make millions of dollars one day but then when I'm like yeah if if you tell me I have to make it by tomorrow I'm like oh okay this is a very different set of thoughts (laughs) yeah yes that's that's what I found and so like I didn't um hit that goal but it didn't worry me I was sort of saying in my weekly review that I could have thought at the start because it would have sent me into a total meltdown because I wouldn't have been in the right headspace with it. I would have been, um, you know, giving myself a hard time for not meeting the goal and la, 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 whereas I'm so much more detached from that now. It doesn't matter if I meet that specific goal because it's more about getting my brain to think about moving, not not about hitting that numerical yeah. goal. So, That's yeah, that a huge, well. huge shift. Nick like let's really take some time to celebrate that for you like and for all all of us it's like that's a really great lesson that like just because like it's what you're making the goal mean that's changing your your relationship to it hey because you're making this goal mean 
if I do, like, if I can achieve this, wouldn't it be fun, like, for me to do this quicker? But you're not going to, you're not, and you're not making it mean, oh, I'm going to be, like, if I don't achieve it, I'm, like, I'm never going to get there. And that's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I would have done. At the start, it would have been, I've failed. It's not working. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. River, like, diving straight into that river of misery. <laughs> yeah, I would have been straight in. Yeah. Probably so, not even yeah, so that's good. <laughs> no, it was fully clothed. I would have just gone straight in. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, but interestingly, so that was working really, really well. And actually, I was losing more weight quicker you know, bizarre things. And then, but then on the weekend, I don't know, I lost, um, I, I was sort of saying last week how the enough thing was more embedded now. And then, I don't know, on the weekend, for some reason, I ate more than enough. I don't, I don't know, it was a bit bizarre. And I sort of knew and I was sort of trying to remind myself because we had, like, we had a cafe breakfast, which is my favourite meal to eat out of breakfast because I, I don't usually eat breakfast on a day-to-day basis, but on, on the weekend, like, that's a, that's a treat to go out for breakfast. And, um, yeah, I was trying to remind myself, oh, you know, there's always more breakfasts, like, you know, like I'll, we'll do this again in a few weeks, so it's not, like, a big deal. But, yeah, I don't know, I kept eating. I don't know. <laughs> Then later I was like, oh, it doesn't feel good. So I don't know. I don't know why I sort of relapsed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like one of those ones that you just file under, like nothing's gone wrong, Nick. It's just part of the journey of like, it's like, and like the the gaps between, because and it's just, a, it's a good reminder, like it's just part of the experimentation and it's just a good reminder of, oh yeah, that's right. I actually, it is, I actually am not better off overeating my cafe breakfast. Like I actually didn't, it doesn't feel good. Like, but it, sometimes it might be like, sometimes overeating can be like, you know, it feels gross afterwards, but it was worth it. But like, and this is just you learning what's worth it and what's not. Yeah. And like, it's all part of the process. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was afterwards, I was sort of reminding myself, you know, like, oh, there's like this, it's not like I can't ever go out to breakfast again. Like, uh, you know, there's no need to like, you know indulge the rest of your life like you're going to do it again and then um later on in the day when my friends messaged me she's like oh do you want to go out for breakfast tomorrow <laughs> I was like oh see <laughs> like there's 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 breakfast everywhere it's not it's they're not in short supply it's you know so mm. I, don't, I don't know yeah just a little a relapse perhaps I don't know I wouldn't even mini lesson it, re- it was a mini even, lesson it's just part of like that's going to still happen, Nick. Like even for me, like I've been doing this for a few years and there's still times where I eat more. Like at Bimba's birthday the other night, like I ate more than I needed, like than I wanted to and I felt a bit gross afterwards. It hasn't happened for a couple of months, like, you know, but it still happens and that's okay. Like I don't, it's, and it's like what you make it mean is the thing. It's like, okay, well, I just, that's just something that I'm learning. And the thing is that those times where you do overeat are going to get more less and less frequent but they'll still happen occasionally like and that's okay like it's no big deal it's like it's part of being human and it's just always a good reminder of like oh yeah that's right that's why I don't want to do this and it's like yeah yeah you just keep going 
Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I suppose a little, yeah, I think you're right. It's what you make it mean. I think afterwards I was a bit disappointed because then like the next day I'd lost my progress because I was, you know, doing really well in the week. And then I've sort of, I don't know, overeaten and then lost my progress a bit. So it was like, it was disappointing. Yeah, 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 of course. And that's okay to feel disappointed about it. Like, like, you know, I feel disappointed in myself too when I do it. Like, and I just go, oh, man, Jules, like, what are you doing? But then, like, you know, it's a good opportunity just to feel that disappointment and use that to, like, yeah, we're just going to keep going, like, just going to get back up. And, yeah, this is all part of me learning. And, like, part of any learning any new school is, like, sometimes you sometimes you miss the mark and it, it doesn't feel good. And, like, that's, and that's okay. Like, it's just part of the process. Yeah, yeah, I mind it to to, uh, to stick to it, I suppose. Like, Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, and also, like, it's good to have that contrast to remind yourself, oh, actually, this hasn't happened for ages. I used to do this every meal. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, that is, that is quite true. Yeah, like, I used that to is feel quite like true, this all the time. Yeah, yeah, I think I used to always feel a bit sick. <laughs> yeah same yeah and particularly like yes. reading on the weekends like and I'd be like fasting on Monday and I'd be like oh my goodness so glad <laughs> whereas now yeah I don't, like, I don't fast on Mondays at all I've just had like this amazing dinner because I didn't overeat on the weekend and there's like there's no there's no need to put myself through that misery anymore so yeah yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. Eh? that's like that um four hour I don't know did you ever do the four hour body and it had like a cheat day. Oh yes, it, yes, yes. And it always make you feel so ill. Yeah, I know. Like that was just like whole psychological good. like nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, glad we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Cool, Nick. So it sounds like you're going well. Is there anything you wanted to coach on, like? No, that's probably good, actually. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get too too down on myself, but I was definitely disappointed. So it was probably good to have spoken about that and and gone. You're, you know, like you're right. Like I used to do that all the time. So it's good to reflect on that. That that's now an unusual thing. Yeah. as opposed to just how I eat <laughs> yeah like yeah use the, and yeah. just use it as fuel for like evidence of how you, you're changing like and that change is actually change is happening yeah. yeah yeah okay oh great Nick well keep up the amazing work hey hey Julie how are you getting on what's what's a tiny win that you'd like to share Oh, probably more a, a, a major win, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, no, we like yeah. all wins. All win. No, <laughs> no I sort of. Um, that was on, on Saturday, and I was coming home from. Um, you know, I have all this. Always have this bit of issue of like coming home from sort of being out, and I was ah, yes. um, tired and feeling it. Yeah, tired and feeling a bit blah. But you know, I sort of didn't stop at any drive-throughs, <laughs> um, and. I was going to have a, a planned meal, but um, 
I was just very too tired. So I thought, I'll just have cereal and some nuts and yogurt and fruit and everything. And I was walking with my bowl, to, you know, pomp in front of the TV <laughs> and just eat, you know. And I thought, actually, no, this is, yeah, because it was that sort of tired and blah feeling. And I knew it was like a self-soothing thing. That, no, I'm actually going to take this walk out of the lounge room and went into, you know, sit in the dining room. I'm going to really just sit and enjoy yeah, this bowl of, you know, cereal and fruit and, and nuts. And after I finished it, you know, when I had, oh, then I'll go and, you know. Yeah, totally. You know, just binge watch it. Yeah, and uh, even though I wasn't intending to stop when I had enough, I thought, you know, I'm just going to eat this, you know, this bowl. This bowl. You know, cereal and nuts and yogurt and fruit, you know, I was going to, yeah, I yeah, got to a certain stage. Actually, you know, I've had enough. <laughs> So, yeah, I just really, that sense of just, yeah, not going to sit in front of the TV and eat it, but just sit at the dining table. And, and it, I think it was something you said once before, it's not that I'm giving up relaxing or, you know, watching the TV or something, it's that I'm actually gaining, actually appreciating the food. Yeah, so do you think that was the thought that and was so that was the other, that you know. That was a thought, that the thought was, okay, now I'm going to really maximise the pleasure of this bowl of, you know, yeah. <laughs> of, uh, you know, cereal. And that was really, and that really made it different. It wasn't, oh, I've got to sit at the, it, it, it was different. It wasn't, oh, I have to sit at the table and eat. It was, um, yeah, this is where I'm going to get the most enjoyment out of this food. Yeah. So anyway, That's that was the thought, big... <laughs> Julie. I'm going to get the most enjoyment out of this. That was the big thing. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, like, thank you, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, yeah. I thought that's quite proud. <laughs> so that's huge, that, so, Julie. Yeah. Like and like that thought. Like that's going to serve you. Like it's going to help you. Like next time you you like you've done that once and you had that experience, and yeah. like yeah, yeah. So next time when you the TV is kind of calling your name and you've got food, you'll be like, hang on, TV. Yeah. I'm gonna actually enjoy this more <laughs> if I just sit down here and enjoy this food. Yeah. yeah. And let's say a bit like. Yeah, saying that you know, there's always, um, you know, there's always, well, always another cafe there's plenty of TV. There's always plenty of TV. You know? It's yeah, not going that's away. Right. <laughs> yeah, thank heavens we've got yeah. like Netflix and we can pause stuff now, and it's not like you yeah. know you're going to miss your show. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the yeah there's no missing out on stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the um, nothing really sort of major it's just that I'm um I think I sort of don't know what to do but like progressively there's like more and more food that I can have in the house that doesn't lead to problem sort of eating so you know I can like there's nuts and peanut butter and sort of chocolate and um and biscuits and you know and so yeah, they can sit in the cupboard and I can like plan to have them and enjoy them, but, you know. But I just can't seem or just haven't managed so far to, to do it with sort of ice cream and chips. And, I just, and I've got this real, yeah, whenever I think, okay, I'll just get some ice cream and I'll put it in the fridge and then I'll have it when I, you know, plan it. It's, it just gets inhaled, you know, ditto with, with the chips that I'm not. And I'm sort of frightened, you know, I've tried, had various experiments and I've sort of got to the stage of actually just being a bit frightened about having them in because I don't know what it is that's triggering them. Yeah. 
whereas the other other foods have been if you like successfully reintroduced <laughs> yeah yeah okay so which one yeah. of the chips and ice cream do you, do you think is like the most scary to have around Um, and it may be, may, may be chips because they're um, like I have tried, you know, okay, well, I'll get a bag of chips and I'll put in a bowl and I'll, you know, eat them. But yeah, they're also the ones more inclined to, well, that that process of, oh, I've got to eat it till it's gone, you know, the sense of, um, and so it's easier to eat a whole bag of chips until it's gone, whereas, you know, you do, like with a tub of ice cream, you know, I do reach a limit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, so maybe chips, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a bit like, like, like Nick was saying, you know, you have it, yes, you know, you're, you know, I'm sort of progressing quite well again after, um, like, you know, like holidays and, and all that sort of stuff. And I was just like bobbing around the same, like, you know, same kilos up and down, but finally sort of getting that down again. And so I'm also reluctant to experiment again, knowing how it hasn't really gone well in the past. Right. So, what do you think, like, naturally healthy, Julie? Like, what, what would you, like, if we could just wave this magic wand and completely, like, whatever your relationship you want with chips, what would that <laughs> look like for, for, for naturally healthy Julie? Like, how often would she have them? Like, what would chips be like for her? Yeah, well, I think, yeah. You know, maybe like once a week, sort of a sort of a thing that's sort of like on a like in a, like in a snack on a on a weekend or a a Friday night or something like that. Just uh, yeah, having some you know, ginger beer and yeah, yeah, chips too. or something like that. You know, like a bowl of chips. That sort of um, that sort of thing, you know, or occasionally, you know, occasionally like sort of watching the football or something and having a beer and, you know, some, some chips, that sort of thing. Yeah, that would, whereas if there were, like you get a, perhaps, perhaps it's just a bag of bag size, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, you, like, you get the bigger bag and you like serve up half a bag and think, okay, that looks, you know, that, that looks fine. And then, okay, now I'll finish off the bag now. Whereas... Perhaps, yeah, I'd, I'd like the idea to like have serve out like a bowl of, of chips and have that with it, and then have the chips in the cupboard. Yeah, maybe later. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Cool. maybe I'm sort of like, yeah, thinks about perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. It's just because, yeah, I just know that yes. Yeah. I always seem to eat more than I plan to eat with the chips. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And so this is like, and yeah, and, and this yeah. is just a new skill, Julie. So, yeah. And yeah, so I, I, I tell myself, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, 
Sorry, I, I talked over you. What did you say? I, okay, I was going to say it's yeah. I, mean, I know it's possible. I would never have thought I could be the sort of person who could have like, packets of biscuits, and um, you know, I've got like, actually like three different sorts of chocolate in the in the house at the moment, and you know, yeah, fine. I know I'll have them, and I I plan to have them. But yeah, if it was a bag of chips in there, that would be just calling my name. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. Because, but your thoughts about the chips would be, I shouldn't have you. I shouldn't. I shouldn't want. I shouldn't have a whole bag. I shouldn't like. There should. There'd be a lot of yeah. that old diet mentality around. Or chips are really bad. All that fat, Julie, and the carbs. Oh, the same yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. The fat, the fat and, and the, carb and the salt. salt and the... <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's really talking like, better. You know, yeah, it's probably the have. volume. It's the volume. I sort of. Uh, I think. I think. Well, you know, you can't. You know. That's a family size packet of chips. You shouldn't eat all that. But yeah, that's, that's the issue. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so sort of, it's a bit of like avoidance. At the, yeah. So when you like have a think about, Julie, like when you want to like change your relationship with chips, like, because you don't have to do that work now. Like you could, you could save yeah. it for few weeks you could say for a few months like it doesn't have to happen but um mm -hmm. when you are ready I think we need to do some chip therapy and remember Philippa's ice cream experiment where she like said that she could have ice cream every day as long as it was in a small bowl <laughs> and she had fruit with it and then all of a sudden <laughs> magically she was like oh actually tonight I don't feel like ice cream Whereas before she was like, I shouldn't have ice cream, shouldn't have ice cream, shouldn't have ice cream, and then eating all the ice cream. So, yeah, yeah like when you do feel ready, like, and maybe what you want to, like maybe what would be helpful is to like add a belief that you're working on is like it's possible for me to have a healthy relationship with chips and just start seeding your brain with this possibility. Yeah. And then when you yeah. are ready to do like to do the your next experiment, like, actually planning to have chips every day like for a week just to see yeah. what that's like yeah yeah no it could be yeah that'd be fun actually yeah there you go yeah 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 okay yeah and, and and yeah i think a good point about i don't have to sort of fix it right now or tackle it yeah it's right like when now. you feel like when you trust your own judgment on the timing of like when you feel inspired of like actually you know what those chips i want to like let's do it <laughs> one chip yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but just know okay. that it starts setting yourself your brain with the, the possibility that naturally healthy julie she has chips every now and again like when yeah watching the footy and she enjoys them yeah. and she yeah. can like Put, fold the packet up then like seal her up and put it back in the cupboard yeah okay yeah that's a, yeah, that's probably a good good thoughts good thoughts to like just ponder yeah, yeah. could be season coming up in next month so <laughs> yeah that's right they go perfect for footy season yeah. yeah and the same with ice cream julie like you can yeah it's just the um like it's just your thoughts about it and that you, mm -hmm. when you're having this, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, but mm -hmm. that yeah. that drives the desire for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's because both of those food groups are ones that when in, in the past, when I had like full on binges, they were the ones that sort of either your favorite start, start started it off or, 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 or triggered it. I think that's yeah. Um, and there's probably and that, a, and that's a why, yeah. There's that, that history as well with it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's which is all understandable. Hey, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, how does yeah, that feel for today, Julie? No, that feels, yeah, no, I sort of feel, um, yeah, feel, feel like I've got the, a plan of attack. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, can I tell you, like, yeah. I bought yeah, Glenn an ice cream machine for his birthday in January. Of course, he doesn't ever make <laughs> okay. ice cream, I make ice cream. So I feel like making ice cream every Sunday um, and like just having a little bowl. I made, I made um, strawberry this week because I got strawberries from the farmer's market and like, it's so good, Julie. Like, and I love it. Like, and there's ice, strawberry ice cream in the freeze, freezer now. Like I've been yeah. here like on my own all day or oh, Glenn was here at lunchtime, but then he was gone. Like I could have <laughs> like in old Jules would have been in like, into like at lunchtime there would have been the ice cream would have been taught calling my name i didn't yeah, even think yeah. about it like yeah yeah there. and because i know i'm gonna have ice cream on sunday again like yeah my sister's coming i've got some roast apricots i'm gonna make a roast apricot ice cream like and actually there's chocolate yeah. left over from the week before like you know if i can do this and the apollos yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's good because yeah. i like ice cream used to be one of my binge things too like which is yeah yeah so we can do it yeah awesome okay we might wrap up there everyone have a good week that was awesome congratulations on those big wins both of you keep up the amazing work okay and